Hello. And welcome to Stephen Rollins Beer Podcast. Episode 265. And uh, yeah, I'm here. We've got Gary back from France. Yes, I, I'm, not, uh, I'm not Steve. Uh, I'm Gary. Um, I'm not going to speak in French because I can't. Do you drink can't. tasty beer in France? Uh, well, uh, not really. I did introduce one of the French de brew dog. I found right, some okay. bottle, I found some bottles of Five AM Saint in one of the uh, in the one of the local <laughs> supermarkets, and I was just like they're giving me Cronenberg sixteen sixty four for a bit of the night before, and I was just like, try that. Uh, <laughs> they thought it was a bit too dark. I was just mm. like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but not oh, yeah, didn't really go anywhere that was doing uh, craft mm. beer. Although it was that that said, like even you know in the supermarket, you know there was a, a craft beer selection. Wasn't you know it was which for France yeah it's quite progressive they're not known for their diverse selections in oh, some bit, of those bits uh, I mean like especially with wine like if you if you're in a supermarket in France or you know anywhere you you want to buy um, wine you buy French <laughs> that's it they they don't have yeah. a choice of anything else you can't get Italian wine you can't get you know like New Zealand wine or Chilean wine it's just they, the French just go why would we import that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> mm. but, yeah, interesting though. Very, very nice, uh, very nice culture. Mm. This week we have Verdant Brewing Company Light Bulb Extra Pale Ale, which I'm looking forward to. Yeah, me too. Uh, Verdant Ooh. are, uh, the f- I would say, relative. They are relatively new on the scene, really, aren't they? I mean, three years. About three years. Yeah, but they seem to have been around for ages. I, like, actually, I feel it's the reverse, actually. I'm, really? I was surprised it was as long as three years. I think about 18 months ago is when I first, like, they really jumped onto my radar. But they jumped on so big and hard. It's mm. like, they are hype juice. I'm sorry, Verdant. Like, it, regardless of anything else, they are one of those ones where everybody is, it, they're the kind of, oh, of the moment. Well, actually, yeah, sort of like the rise of Verdant sort of reminds me of the rise of Cloudwater. Like just suddenly, yeah. out, suddenly out of nowhere, you know, it's just like very Whoa. similar in many ways. Uh, but they they very quickly established themselves. What I didn't realise until I was really up on this, and thanks for being able for the write up as always. Um, Verdant were doing beers, you know, they were doing more traditional kind of pale ales mm. before they went into the kind of cloudy Mert bombs, um, and that, that was actually that a change. The, the official lingo for the Mert bombs. Mert. Yeah, I think so. I, I I didn't really come across Verdant before they'd started doing like the really juicy kind of stuff. Um, I think that's really where they kind of they they've exploded a lot of the last eighteen months or so. Uh, this one is meant to be in the kind of hazy direction, the New England style, low bitterness, gloopy. Well, it's certainly hazy. It's under extra pale. Um, usually I love extra pale, and I'm not going to argue that. It is pretty pale. Is it as pale as a 100-watt light bulb? Which is what it says on the back of the... Let know. me go find it. I hope they hold up a, a glass of this every time to a, a bulb. I know. I always thought uh, you know, 100-watt light bulbs are really bright. Mm. Uh, <laughs> it is... Um, I think it does exactly what I was expecting it based on what I'd read. So does it do exactly what it says on the tin? It does. We've got, oh. a, we've got, we've got another can this week. Can. So uh. uh, we'll divert for a moment. Actually, talk about cans. So I quizzed. I was talking to brewers. Mm. So I quizzed them on the fact that um, most breweries only seem to do one size of can. Mm. 
which is something you and I have chatted about before. Yes. And seems to us a bit weird. Um, so I said to, I was chatting with a, a brewer in, in Amsterdam and I said, when you have like a, a canning line, is it like you only can do one can size? And he said, no, actually, normally they can do different can sizes, but you do have to go through quite a lot of faff to change over the, the head and stuff and change, change the sizes. Mm. So whilst it would be possible, for example, if you set up to do 440s, to do 330s as well, you're going to waste a bit of beer getting it set up for that and it's going to be a lot of time and effort to change over. Um, so the answer is you could change. Most people, most people would be capable of changing, but they probably choose not to out of efficiency and simplicity's reasons. I would be interested to chat with somebody like, um, maybe like Magic Rock actually, mm. and ask them if they're, what they're, whether that was the reason they they do the, the same those kind of bigger cans for. Well, that, uh, Magic Rock would be interesting because for the most part, up until very recently, they did exclusively three thirties, and now they do, and now they've sort of upped. Yeah, like they do. We had five hundreds of of the cannonballs. It's like five hundreds of unhuman cannonball. It's like I don't need pints of unhuman cannonball. Yeah, that's. That's a lot. Um, yeah. I no. think a, two, a, a 220 would have... <laughs> would have been fine for me. Mm. Um, I know it's not time for everybody. But, you know, I, I would be interested to have that conversation with some people who actually have made that choice. Um, but, uh, yeah, thanks um, to Kit there from, from Simon for the, the technical technical insight that actually most kits that would be possible on yeah no that's actually that's actually really interesting because it's one of those things we have you know wondered about and i'm pretty sure we've discussed on the, mm, on the podcast indeed so, um so this is extra pale ale from verdant it is uh, simcoe and centennial hops it is Lalbrew new england yeast with extra pale ale malt vienna malt oats caragold and carapils uh basically what that means is Simcoe Centennial from the hops, the big American ones we're not particularly surprised by. It's good. Um, Lalbrew, New England. So most of these hazy Merck bombs use English-derived yeasts that are meant to give you more like fruity character from the yeast mm. that complements the hops, um, some of the estuary stuff. Uh, it's also got extra pale ale malt, so like a paler version of your standard malt. Vienna, which gives it kind of a slightly toasty note and a little bit more body. Oats. Meant to give you a slick mouthfeel. Um, Caragold, carapils, again, they just give you extra bit of body. Um, so it gives you a little bit more, like, these, are, these ones are all about making chewiness. Mm. Um, what do you think of it? I don't think it's particularly chewy. It's got, it's got some viscosity to it, but it's not, it's not heavy at all. Um, Bear in mind, this is 4.5%. Yeah, I mean it is very it's very easy drinking. It kind of reminds, and maybe this is because I've been drinking a lot of wine, because uh, you know when in France, um, but it does remind me of uh, you know a real crisp white wine in that respect. Yeah. Um, so I actually find the body quite heavy. I like the aftertaste. It really sticks in my mouth. The really, yeah. The, it af- feels, the, af- the aftertaste is is there, but it's not. It's just I think I think it's really subtle. I don't think it's particularly heavy at all. Mm. I don't know if it's like it's. I wonder if it's experience having played with oats quite a bit. So maybe that I notice that a bit more. I 
I find it, it quite substantially lasting in my mouth, um, like quite mouth coating. I'm not sure that's entirely a bad thing. I, certainly it is to style. Um, as a New England, Vermont style, whatever you want to call it, pale, yep, it ticks the boxes. Uh, it is definitely low bitterness, definitely more oh, on yeah, the flavour. The, yeah, the, the bitterness is very uh, minimal. Mm. The flavours are, for me, pleasant, vaguely resinous and citrusy, but I'm not getting the, a yeah, big... The, the resinous, definitely, I can go with that. Um, a bit of lemony orangey kind of thing, a little bit of um, lemongrassy like, kind of... There's a bit of pith in there, you know, mm. like just, uh, what bitterness there is, it's just like, a, like orange pith or something like that. Um, mm. It's a fairly tasty beer. I think for for me, I it ticks the boxes. I am not a fan of this style, um, and I would struggle with more more than what we've had of it. Mm. Um, I find the the I guess as a style, um, it tends to be very sweet, which I find this is. It's low on the bitterness. I'm fine with that, but I guess my favourite examples of the New England style have been quite sharp. You get from the hops, you get kind of mm. a lot of sharp citrus from the hops, and that balances out your your bit, uh, your sweetness a bit. This mm. one, I'm not really getting that, and um, I don't find it particularly easy or refreshing overall. I don't find it terrible. I certainly think it's well brewed, and it it fits the expectations of what it's about. I think it's just really a style that um, is not for me. I'm gonna work the tan lid off. Sounds like you're ready to uh, go over the Yeah, store. I am. Um, this is not my first Verdant beer. I think it ticks the boxes and I know what to expect with them. Um, I don't think I've tried anything from them that isn't a Hazy Mert bomb. Um, and I probably should because I would be interested to see what they did with some other styles and some other beers. Um, but I don't seem to see those popping up quite so much. I think there is such an enthusiasm for this thing at the moment. So um, I'll put that on my to-do list, go and check out some of their other stuff. Um, I think this is perfectly sufficient, but not really particularly memorable for me. So I'm gonna go seven. Okay. Um, I, I think I'm enjoying it a little bit more than you. Um, I, I personally think it's quite refreshing it could just be that it's bloody scorching here uh and it's just it, like first beer of the day it's just like yep yeah, this is what i needed but um, <laughs> can't argue with that. um yeah I, i'm i'm enjoying it you know like i say i've i've, I've been fairly impressed with what verdant have been doing uh although, like like you say I, I don't think i've had any anything that isn't really uh you know light hoppy kind of yeah. beer from them so you know it will be interesting to watch out for them a bit but uh, even with that, you know, in mind, I'm going to give this a, an eight. Mm. Yeah. There we are on that bombshell. We're going to drink up and shut up. We're not going to get Jeremy Clarkson anyway. Never. <laughs> We're done. <laughs>